When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. We've got my mom's boyfriend, Bob, with a bruise on his chest, and he's telling me it's a passion mark from my mom. Excuse me while I go barf in the lawn. (laughs) This week, we talk about a lot of stuff. I talk about some woman who crosses the stage while I'm performing. I talk about backyard fights with my mom's neighbors. I I talk about a lot of fighting and, and how to fight smart. So tune in, listen, catch me at Ram's Head in Annapolis, Maryland, this Saturday, 827 at, I think, 8 p.m. JessieMay.com for tickets. Let's get into the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Hootie hoo! You wonder why they call you bitch. You wonder why they call you bitch. Look here, Miss Stang. Hate to solve your game, but you's a money younger woman and you need to change. In the locker room, all the homies do is laugh. High fives, cause another nigga played your ass. It was said you were seasoned. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. It may sound like I am recording from my iPhone. And you know what? I am. I am doing that. You know what else I'm doing? I'm driving. Do not text and drive. Very dangerous. Podcast and driving? I don't see anything wrong with it, personally. Um, So, deal with it. Okay, my my eyes are on the road. I just looked to the left. My eyes are on the road, though. And I am focused. I'm a focused driver. Texting? Absolutely not. You can't do it. You can't fucking do it. I just killed the biggest bug. That thing made a thud when it hit the windshield. Just guts everywhere. Disgusting. Disgusting guts all on my windshield. Um... I'm driving from, where the hell am I coming from? I never know where I'm going or where I've been. I don't know if that's like an occupational hazard. Uh, I just came from Pennsylvania. I was there for a couple days, and now I'm heading to Syracuse to be with my family again for a couple of days. And I could fly in between all these places. I drove to Grand Rapids. I was in Grand Rapids doing shows over the weekend. Thank you for everybody who came out. So much fun. So much craziness happened, Um, but I decided to drive, because when it comes down to it, for me, I'd rather drive than fly. Flying is gross. I have to deal with fart clouds on every flight. Every flight I've been on in my life, I'm in a fart cloud, and I don't know what it is about you bastards. That makes you think that you can just have your butthole go unruly on a plane. Just because you're on a plane doesn't mean it's a no-holds-bar butthole situation. That that air is, quote-unquote, recycled. Yeah, recycled my ass. It's coming right out of your ass. It's your ass air. So I don't understand why people think that just because they're flying... They should be able to unleash the dragon more than, than than they do in their normal life. Is it the altitude? Because I'll tell you, I am a flatulent person, okay? But I'm not more flatulent on planes. If anything, I'm less flatulent because I'm a nice person. I don't want to leave you guys in a fart cloud on a microwave box that's flying through the air at 650 miles per hour or whatever miles per hour they fly to make it the most cost effective for their company even though they know they can go faster but they don't want to because they want us to be miserable miserable in a in a fart box that's it you know if i had an airline i would call it fart box air just cut to the chase who we fooling who we fooling at this point I just drove past one of those trucks that's trailing, it was towing the front of a truck, so it looked like I was driving 
into a truck that was driving into me. That's terrifying. There's a funny video on YouTube of somebody taking a video of their passenger and they scream and the passenger wakes up, the passenger's sleeping and he sees the truck in front of him and he thinks that they're crashing. Not funny. Not funny. That's kind of cruel. That that's that's pretty cruel for the sake of a Facebook video. <laughs> um I want to give a shout out to my neighbor Kim and Joe, my mom's neighbors, not the one. See, my mom has great neighbors and she's got cunty neighbor. She's got great neighbors that live to the side of her and a cunty neighbor that lives behind her. I talked about the cunty neighbor last week who called the police on my mom. Did I add that? Did I tell you guys that part? I can't remember if I told you that part, but the neighbor called the police on my mom. I answered the door in a bikini because I was chilling out by the pool and the cop is like, look, you know, I don't know what we can do because your neighbor said that your mom threatened her. It's just this fucking bitch. This is why it's important as a person, as a woman specifically, but as a person in general to to develop a skill. If you don't develop a skill or something you're good at or something that you love, you turn into a cunt. Skill is vital for your survival, your emotional stability, your emotional health, and your ability to function in society as a contributing member, member not just a, a, a cunt that doesn't contribute anything but cuntiness. Your only contribution to society can't be cuntiness. If that's it, bye Felicia. Sayonara. See you next later. <laughs> See you next later. I'm gonna, that's going to be my new sign off. It's like, see you later and see you next time, but you combine it all together. I like that. But seriously, you can't just be a cunt. And that's what my mom's neighbor's problem is. The one that's a cunty one. That's all she has to contribute to society. And I feel bad for, I'm not even mad at her. I'm not mad at her, even though I'm calling her a cunt. I'm saying that as a sympathetic thing. I feel bad. I feel bad for her because it's all she is right now. I wish she could develop a skill. She probably would love herself much more. She'd probably have a better marriage, you know, because I heard her and her husband arguing a lot in that backyard. Sound like some fists were flying between the both of them. I bet if she had a skill and he had a skill, that wouldn't be so bad. That wouldn't happen. Who am I to judge? And who am I to tell what the secret to life is, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying from my own perspective and what I've experienced, people who have talents and skills and focus tend to be less cunty, okay? I can do a clinical study to, to draw some real statistics if I need to, but just from an experience standpoint, I'm telling you, that's the key. It's the key to everything. So, my mother's other neighbors, Kim and Joe, are the most delightful neighbors you could ever have in your life. Kim brings me, every time I'm home, every time I come visit, Kim makes homemade chocolate chip walnut cookies. And she will text me bringing cookies over. And I'll go downstairs. Kim will hand me a warm plate of cookies. Every time I go home. Do you know what the cunty neighbor has given me? A a call to the police. That's what she gave me. That I answered in a bikini. Because I was trying to hang out in the backyard with my family. And she wanted to interrupt that because she hates herself. Do you see the difference? Kim has many skills. She's very creative and artsy. And she's an amazing cook and a baker. She put those she puts those skills to use. And she brings her neighbors goodies. She doesn't bring them cuntiness. No! Kim has never been cunty ever. And she's probably had reason to. But no, she decides to be a good person because she's developed skills in her life. Bam, there's your clinical study. Kim who's not cunty, neighbor who I will remain remain unnamed, cunty to the cuntiness degree okay she's from the cuntine century that's where she's from (laughs) next time you meet someone
who is a motherfucker be like, oh, I know what era you're from. You're from the cuntinth century, aren't you? I've heard about you people. I didn't know that you were still around. Because society, I don't know if you've taken notice, it needs people who are constructive and can contribute. So we're over the cuntinth century. We need contribution. So why don't you make a decision or move the fuck over? These are the types of people that complain and don't do anything about it. You know these people. Friends, family, acquaintances, frenemies, people you don't like, you know they bitch and complain and they don't do shit. Everyone else is the problem. Everyone else is to blame. And they don't even know how to provide a solution. Okay? So be a part of the solution, not the problem. Right? Is that the saying? If you're not a part of the solution, you're a part of the problem. Whatever that saying is, that's what I'm trying to get at. So don't be from the cuntinth century. That's the overall... (laughs) That's the overall moral of this motherfucking story. I don't plan on doing the whole podcast from the car, but I was inspired driving. I just left the Sheets gas station. I don't know if anyone drives a lot. I do know... Actually, I take that back. I know a lot of my listeners drive a lot because you guys have messaged me and, t- and have told me that when you drive, you listen to the podcast. I don't know if any of you have stopped at a Sheets gas station. It is delightful. Um, just an array of delicious snacks. I've got so many snacks. Here's the bag. So many snacks. Popcorn. I got, it's that time of the month, so I've got goldfish. I've got Swedish fish, cheese, banana, a little bit of gum in case I get that funk breath. I got an organic bar to try and balance it all out. I got a sandwich, some coffee, all these great snacks. It's hard to find good snacks at a gas station. And they are not a sponsor of the podcast. I'm just giving them a free shout out. I love a good sheets, man. I took a shit in their bathroom. I left the sheets in their bathroom. <laughs> conversation and for you guys it probably sounds like that because the audio but I just wanted to keep it real I just wanted to keep it real for you guys when I'm driving I'm there I'm I'm in the same position a lot of you are in right now I'm gonna go drive and hang out with my mama dukes hang out with my sister little Elliot who I'm going to kick into oncoming traffic because he's so cute I don't know if you guys have that cute aggression thing where I just, my nephew, he's so cute, I want to squeeze his cheeks until his eyeballs pop out of his head. That's how cute he is. I want to punch him in the face. I want to punch him right in those baby cheeks because he's so cute. Cute aggression is real. You ever want to kick a puppy because it's adorable and it doesn't deserve to be in the room with you because it's too adorable? You don't deserve to be in the room with it because of how cute it is. I want to kick it out of the room. Get out of here, you cute puppy with those droopy eyes. And you smell like tears of heaven. Get the fuck out of here. That's how I feel about my nephew. I want to kick him. I want to punt him out of the backyard. He's just so adorable. I'm going to go spend some time with him. But I did have great uh, great shows in Grand Rapids. lot of fun. I hung out with a couple of my fans on Friday. They took me to Billy's. We danced to 90s hip-hop. And it just was a dream come true. I wore a sombrero. Uh, I stole a girl's sombrero. It was in the backseat of her car. Shout out to Lauren Bale from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank you for ha- showing me a good time. Laura, your sombrero is at Dr. Grin's in Grand Rapids, Michigan in the green room. <laughs> I put on this chick's sombrero and I screamed about Yolanda murdering Selena. I put on the hat and, like, the spirit of Selena overtook me. The Tejano and me just fucking went nuts. I was like, damn you, old Yolanda! I'm still mad about it. Selena was gonna be bigger than Lady Gaga. And, and Yolanda had to take her life in her own hands, and the bitch is in denial about it. See? Cuntinth century. That Yolanda is a cunt. Never developed a skill. And that, that's taking it to the next level. What can happen to cunty people? 
men aren't excluded from this either. Men can be cunts too. This isn't just a feminine thing. This isn't just something that's reserved for females. Men can be cunts too. But Yolanda is uh, to the cunteenth degree of a cunt. She didn't develop any skills. She was jealous, maniacal, uh, just whatever else you want to say about her. Didn't develop any skills. Murdered Selena. Okay? She may have had some mental problems, so the, the science to this isn't exact, but I'm telling you, there's something to it. If Yolanda had a nice jazzercise DVD collection that was successful, I doubt she would have murdered Selena. Dubious. But God damn it. Next time you guys have a sombrero, put it on and yell out for Selena. Yell out for the, for the spirit of Selena. <laughs> I had so much fun at Grand Rapids. Some, during one of the shows, I, I think I might play the audio for you guys. During one of the shows, this girl, this girl walked on the stage while I was performing to sit down, crossed across the stage to sit in her seat. Now, in her defense, the seating was a little difficult for her to get up during the show because she kind of was stuck in a corner. That being said, some arrangements should have been made prior to the show starting so that in the case of her needing to get up, excuse me, like she did, that could have done, been done without interrupting the show. And before, I don't know if you guys can hear my GPS, but that's hilarious. If you can't, God bless you. If you can, God bless you. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm realizing I'm recording this and I can hear my GPS lady talking to me. If you can hear it, I apologize. And you know what? Now you know that I'm really on the road and it's not just, you know, for show. It's all real. I keep it real on this podcast. But this lady, I saw her from the back of the room before I got on stage. And she had done it after the comic, the host had, had gotten off stage. I saw her jam a chicken wing in her mouth from the back of the room, and I was like, who is this girl? I could just see her from the back of the room before I got on stage. And then I get on stage performing. She decides she has to go pee. Gets up on the st- crosses the stage. And I'm like, bitch, what the fuck is your problem? You don't cross the stage? I'd rather have you be a little bit disruptive in the corner asking the couple behind you if you could get up to go to the bathroom, then you cross on the stage. You're not a part of the damn show. But then I realized she's one of those girls that wants to be a part of the show. You know, I I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'd say about 75% of hecklers are women. And that statistic also isn't specific. It's not a specific statistic, but I'm going to tell you, it's pretty damn accurate. And I think because, oh, these women just need attention. There are men who do the same thing, and I think the same thing of them as well. But in my experience, it's been more women than men. Cunteenth century, bitch. Develop a skill. How about that? And if you want your skill to be the same as mine, doing stand-up comedy, getting paid to make people laugh and travel the country and the world to go bring joy to people, go ahead. Develop that skill. More power to you. Just shut your motherfucking mouth and let me do my job. But this lady, I think, she's got some cuntiness still left in, left in her. I don't think she's a full cunt. I think she's only partial. She definitely had a little bit left in her, and I had to put her in her place throughout the show because of her just stepping on stage. And in my mind, I'm like, this is a woman who needs a man. She was there with her husband. And in my mind, I'm like, she needs a man to put her in her place. And I look at her husband, and he's this, like, little frail human being with no backbone. He literally sat with terrible posture. That's how bad his literal and figurative backbone were. Non-existent. A man and a woman in a relationship, I feel, put their people in place, their significant others in place, and not in a, in a way of controlling them, in a way of keeping them at their best. Because this woman interrupting, stepping on stage, that's not her, her best. That's her stepping out of line. 
She needs a strong man or a strong woman to keep her in place. We all do. We all get out of line sometimes. So I looked at him and I'm like, damn, this doesn't look like a match. And then she kept on kind of talking shit about him. And I was like, you need to keep your mouth shut. You talk too much. You need too much. She was like a, a Pomeranian that didn't get enough exercise. You know, they get kind of aggressive and barky. And then Caesar Milan comes to the house and he goes, he does it. That's what I wanted to do to this woman. I wanted a Caesar Milan, just like the lady in my mom's backyard, the neighbor. Not the lady in my mom's backyard. My mom doesn't keep a lady in her backyard. <laughs> but I want, sometimes you got to Caesar Milan a motherfucker to get them to calm down. You got to get the energy in the room controlled and sometimes you gotta and that's what I wanted to do to this woman I wanted to every time she was like when she got up to cross the stage I should have went I should have jabbed her in the neck you know Caesar Milan does that he does a stiff finger jab to the jugular to control Labradors and I should have done that to this woman <laughs> but I'm gonna play a little bit of the audio from the show just so you guys can hear what happened. I was baffled. I was flabbergasted by this woman stepping on my stage. That stage is my office. That stage is my territory, not yours. Get your dusty ass feet off of my stage and and sit down and enjoy the show and respect your husband and your wives. You guys gotta check this audio out. This is from just this past weekend in Grand Rapids, Michigan at Dr. Grin's Comedy Club. <laughs> We've been having a lot of fun. You guys are weird as fuck, but we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> this guy calmed the fuck down finally. A doggy style! Shut the fuck up! A doggy style! <laughs> that laugh sounded vaginal, ma'am. <laughs> right? had like a curdle to it. <laughs> you guys are weird as fuck. You guys are too comfortable with your fucking feet on the stage. Have some goddamn respect. Back the fuck off. Get your dusty ass, crusty foot off the fucking stage, sir. I'm just kidding, you got long legs, go ahead. You're all jacked up in there. Go ahead, he didn't even fucking move with his Jurassic Park. One of my favorite fucking movies. <laughs> Spare it no expense. I fucking love that movie. So good, right? It still holds up. I, w I wouldn't mind a remake of Jurassic Park. Oh, there was like four, right? I gotta stop smoking so much weed. Oh, y'all got some cheesy bread? Y'all not fucking around. You're gonna need poopery. Poop Get the fuck off the stage. What the fuck? You know how you deserve to be up here? 13 years of failure. Get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, did that land in your food? It's poopery, it's good though, smell it. It's all natural, don't worry. Bitch, you put worse shit in your body than the beer, come on. There have been dicks in there. Isn't it crazy? We, we just let dicks go right inside of us, no background check. <laughs> you ever consider that? Like, we're like, ew, I'm, like, the things that you won't touch. I'm not touching that door. Gross. <laughs> That's what you get for walking on my fucking stage. It's not that bad. Stop being dramatic. I can see your clit. Stop being dramatic. It smells better than shit. It's a little fragrant. I apologize. <laughs> It'll dissipate. Can somebody take a shit to cover up the poopery smell? <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just... Sir, you've never smelled patchouli. Okay, you poor girls, Doug Benson, calm the fuck down. Stop yelling at me. Does he beat you? Shut up. 
It's not so, you guys are fine over here. We'll stay over here. <laughs> That's what she gets for fucking walking on the goddamn stage. She shouldn't. It's okay. It's fine. I forgive you. They don't. They're mad at it. It's fine. Everybody calm down. It's just poopery. It's not SARS dust. You guys can survive. I've smelled some of your perfumes walking in here. Eat a dick. It smells. Yeah, you've been fingering your man's asshole a few times. That does, uh, smells in here. Fucking. Can I get this table a round of drinks and these guys a round of drinks for the poopery scent and the rest of you can fuck off? Can we get them shots? Let's get shots for one, two, th- these tables right here in this vicinity. I'm serious. Just don't fucking overdo it, bitch, okay? Your labias are out. Chill. These tables right here. We need shots for them. You guys are fucking chilling. We're fine. We're, they're downwind. It's fresh as fuck over here, huh? It's nice. That's, that's like the valley over there in L.A. It's just a, it's a goddamn fart cloud over there. Stop being so dramatic. You were fine. You just came. You were fine. This just come right up on the. That was fine. Like a like a van away, like a car auction, bitch. Just. <laughs> and my favorite part is I saw you before I got on stage. I saw you because when when Sydney got off stage, you had a fucking chicken wing in your hand, and you got and you're like <laughs> eating your chicken wing to go probably take a dump. <laughs> Love chicken wings. Whatever she was munching on, I was back there like, yo, what's she eating? That shit looks good. <laughs> oh my god. Stop hiding. Is this your man? Aw. He's so nice. Wow. He turned this shit into Jerry Springer. Wow. Fuck. Oh. How do you guys do it? What, what do you, if you had to say three things that, that keeps it going, what would you say, sir? Not I didn't fucking say you. <laughs> That's four words. Time away from each other. That's what keeps you together. <laughs> Is it time away from... Isn't each other one word? I went to public school. You're not going to get cancer from the potpourri, I promise. Time away from each other, because she won't shut the fuck up. What, what do you say is it that keeps you guys together? Not him. Damn, y'all need a marriage counselor. <laughs> That's difficult. Do you, do, you, do you blow him still? Oh. She went, yeah, he went. That's why you stop blowing him. I love him. I can't put it in my, I can't put it in my mouth. I love him too much. <laughs> blowjobs solve a lot of problems, man. Blowjobs are important. You get good at a blowjob, you don't have to pay rent. You learn your way around a dick properly, you don't need to pay rent. You don't. Blowjobs are currency, man. That can solve some relationship problems. You could shut her up. <laughs> And you can have him at your mercy because your teeth are right there. It works both ways. Twelve years. How many people are married in here? You guys are happily married. Wow. You guys too? This whole table? Fuck. Which way are we going? Guy, guy, get here, here? Here, okay. I don't judge. I don't know. That's your brother? Oh, so it goes this way. <laughs> How long have you been married? Ten years. Shit. Oh, you guys got your shots? Yeah. What'd they give you? Something good? Nice. You guys got your shots? Can we get these guys' shots back here, too? You, sm- you guys sniff it? You guys are in the poopery fart clown? 
Cheers. You calm down, single guy. I'll get you fucked tonight. You don't need a shot. Sorry. Well, I don't know about you. <laughs> Ten years. How long are you? How long you been married? Almost fourteen. Almost fourteen. You okay? You good? Do it. Enjoy it. What? Bitch. She has to work with infants. <laughs> Who says stuff like that? <laughs> what do you do with the infants? But you gotta stop talking so much. You just have to be quiet. You're, you're like incriminating yourself. You don't have to do it. Just wanted you to just be quiet for a minute. You okay? What do you, what, you work with infants? Who says that? What do you do with infants? This shit is illegal. What are you guys doing here? The fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I got this, sir. Just calm down, plaid. Ma'am. You're the creepiest son of a bitch I've ever met. Oh my God, she, you just you get paid to take pictures of infants? Who buys them, like Russians? Who buys the photos? <laughs> Did you mean to say that you're a child photographer? Okay, you gotta learn how to say things so they don't sound illegal. I beat up old people. I, pu I punch old ladies in the cunt. I'm an OBGYN for the elderly. What? Which one do you do? Because those are two totally different things. I take pictures of infants. I hope you get fired so the next job you have on the application, <laughs> you write that in your previous job, took photos of infants for fucking 15 years. Oh, it's so good. It's rich, man. That is beautiful. You're, you're fun. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you guys. Don't, no, I'm just, you okay? What's your name? Cassie. Cassie. That's your name? You probably should have had that shot, bitch. <laughs> Cassidine, a fucking cheese pizza shot at me. <laughs> you guys have to get controls of yourselves here in Grand Rapids. <laughs> I can't handle you people. <laughs> I'm hearing rumors, so you need to switch. And niggas wouldn't call you bitch. I betcha. You wonder why they call you bitch. You wonder why they call you bitch. I betcha. So, <laughs> that was this bitch who walked across the stage. You can hear me scream at her. It's, it's at about two minutes in, maybe, maybe like a minute and a half in, when I go, get the fuck off the stage. She walked across the fucking stage. Just, you know, like she built it. Like she was a cunty carpenter and built the goddamn stage. One thing listening to that recording is I need to stop swearing so much. I've got a trucker's mouth and I really need to reel it in a bit. Because if Disney comes calling, they're going to be upset. <laughs> Um, the audio may sound a bit different because I am off the road now. I am back at my mom's house. But I just wanted you guys to hear what, what comedians go through once in a while. And I didn't even get to get through any material. That was like 12 minutes of me <laughs> just dealing with some woman who walked on stage. And if you did listen, I sprayed her with my poopery. Now, I travel with a lot of products. And one of them that I love so much is poopery. It works. It is the best. And I, when I got on stage, I realized I had a bottle of poopery in my pocket. That was an alliteration. You're welcome. Um, and 
I took it out because I don't like to have things in my pockets when I'm performing. It's kind of just a thing. It's, it's a neurotic thing that I have. And after she walked across my stage, I sprayed her with the poopery. Okay? <laughs> oh my God, I'm insane. I sprayed an audience member with poopery. <gasps> in hindsight, maybe a little rude, but no, fuck that. She walked on my stage. She's lucky I didn't put a flame in front of the poopery and singe her damn hair off. <laughs> I'm from upstate New York. Don't mess with me, bitch. I'll get my 315 on your ass real quick. I sleep in satin sheets. I can't fucks with you. I sprayed her a poopery, and then I felt bad because the poopery sort of it was kind of pungent. And so I bought the surrounding poopery perimeter of other audience members who were behaving. I bought them all shots. Everybody did shots. So if you heard that, I was, I was buying shots because I felt guilty about spraying her with poopery. And she kept hiding behind the curtain. She was such a drama queen. She's just like the, she's from the cuntinth century. Drama queen. You know, she's all loud, yip-yapping, because she wants the attention. She literally, she was sitting next to the stage hiding her face behind the curtain on the back of the stage. Now, given the poopery was aromatic, but not nearly as aromatic as her mouth, okay? So I just kept calling her out on her shit, but she was sweet. She came to me afterwards, Cassie, Cassie or Cassidy, Cuntity, whatever her name was. We, we spoke for a little bit after the show, but she definitely, they need some marriage counseling. That, that's what I, that's what I deduced from being on stage and witnessing their interaction. The fact that she was so chatty and her husband looked completely defeated. <laughs> she looked like a woman. It, it, you know, and the fact that she said that she, she, she worked with infants. There's such a weird way to say things. I work with infants, she said. She said she got paid to take pictures of infants. Who says that? Where did you learn to speak? Did you learn to speak English from a person who spoke English as a second language? (laughs) I get paid to take pictures of infants. I was like, bitch, that sounds illegal. Don't say that out loud. Oh, my God. I couldn't handle this woman, man. She drove me up a wall. I'm laying the brick and mortar so she can drive me up a wall. But, you know... We did speak after the show, and she was sweet to a certain extent. But damn, I just couldn't get over the fact she walked on my stage. She's from the cuntinth century. It's a pack of people who exist in an era that exceeds time, space, and anything else that we understand within the constraints of our own existence. The cuntinth century spans across the whole universe. (laughs) And you can be from the cunting century for just a portion of your life. You can get out of it. Some people are from it forever. Like my mom's neighbor. Cunting century. Bitch had her dogs barking again. Had her dogs barking again. Yes. I'm here. I could hear those monsters. I saw her walking her dogs. She threw side eye shade my way. I threw it right back at her. I threw her side eye shade from each of my eyes. So I had to turn my head. I was like, bitch, I will get you 180 degrees on this side eye. I will spin. I will do a full rotation of side eye. Don't even try and come up and mess with Nancy. I will light. I will crap inside of a, of a box. My mom's empty boxes of wine. I'm going to shit inside of them. I'm going to soak the box wine in kerosene and light it on fire and chuck it into her yard. <laughs> Don't mess with my mom. I can't, I forgot. My mom reminded me that this same neighbor from the cuntinth century took my mom to small claims court. She took my mom to small claims court. People who take other people to small claims court for bullshit reasons are from the cuntinth century. She took my mom to small claims court because she claimed my mom had trained squirrels to shit on her roof. (laughs) I don't even know what the exact reason was. Let me go ask my mom. I'm in my mom's house. Let me go get Nancy and get the real story.
because I want to make sure that I don't take this out of context. I got to get it from the source. Mom. Okay. I'm recording. I'm reporting my I'm recording my podcast. Okay. So can you tell everybody what ha- why the neighbor took you to court? Um they said that how long is this going to take my two trees I have maple trees in the corner of my backyard which abuts their yard and they said that my trees allowed squirrels to get up onto their roof and cause damage and on their soffit and get into their attic and wiring and that my trees the roots of my trees made their um, patio crack and the cement pad along the side of their house crack, and that the leaves falling from my trees stained their patio. So they took me to small claims court for that. That's ridiculous. Bob's over here smashing. Bob is cleaning the pool right now. Sma- he's got a he's got a Bloody Mary and he's cleaning the pool. We're in the backyard, and I can see the neighbor's house. I told everybody that I wanted to take one of your empty boxes of wine and take a dump in it and soak it in kerosene and light it on fire and throw it into her yard. Oh, that would be a really bad use of an empty box of wine. (laughs) (laughs) But then what else did she try to do in court? She took pictures of you. Well, when we were standing in front of the judge, she was, as as she and her husband were talking about the damage that my flying my uh, squirrel squad, my squirrel army <laughs> that you've trained my cause... trained squirrels, um, sh- so they were showing pictures of the cracks in the concrete and the stained concrete. Uh, I don't I don't think they had any pictures of the roof or anything like that, but they did have pictures of the concrete patio, and uh, so the, she was putting the pictures up there, and he the judge said. Well, that's what trees do. They grow. They they grow leaves. They drop leaves. They grow roots. The roots go in a lot of different directions. So that's just nature. There's not much you can do about that. So she put another picture up on the up on the bench. I couldn't really see it, but he just put his hand on top of the picture and said, "That's got nothing to do with this right now." And when she put the picture up on the bench she said and this is what they do in their spare time and it was a photo of you token on grass well i didn't see the picture but i'm assuming i mean that's what i did in my spare time so like what kind of person does that like she's trying to like ambush you with a who takes photos of their neighbors she's you know just i said she's from the cuntinth century saying you know making comments about my morals or whatever so anyway um and what happened what was the verdict well, he said he, that day he said, like I told you, roots grow and they crack concrete. Leaves fall and they might stain concrete. But, and squirrels live in but fucking that's, trees. That's nature. But then he said, now squirrels chewing on electric wires. Now that's a different story. And I'm like, oh, what? That squirrels aren't nature? Yeah, aren't squirrels nature? But I think that he just didn't want to say anything to them in front of their face. So I was. It was my. My verdict was, the verdict was in my favor. I didn't have to pay anything. He, he just said that, you know. This is what happens when you live in a house near trees, that squirrels sometimes do things. Yeah. And, yeah. and trees grow in the ground. Yeah, what they had wanted was, they, they wanted the judge to tell me that I had to chop my trees down. Which is just crazy. <laughs> How many arguments have you gotten in with this lady? Um, only two. And I was there for one? So I'm 50% of the problem? Because I've avoided it. I've avoided it as much as possible because she's caustic and she calls the cops. She called the cops on us last time and I answered the door in a bikini. (laughs) Yeah. And I tried to throw around a couple names because Mm -hmm. I knew some cops. And the cop was like, she's basically was like, he can't do anything. Right. Yep. And she called, she called the police because I threatened her or I yelled at her dogs. Well, she alleged you allegedly yelled at her dogs. Mom, don't ever incriminate yourself. I yelled at her dogs. Mom, I said, don't shut up. Peta's gonna be pissed. <laughs> I don't care. They should be pissed about her. Yeah, she's not a good dog mom. 
But she, so she apparently must have said that one of us threatened her because otherwise the police wouldn't come because well, I yelled at a dog. They wouldn't come if you yelled at a dog, but they might come tonight because I, I think I'm going to crap in one of your boxes of wine. Oh, well, I don't think that's a good idea because you're getting on a plane tomorrow and I'm going to be here. <laughs> I have to suffer the consequences of your rash behavior. How should people deal with c- cunty neighbors? I'm just not talk to them. Let's get Bob's opinion. Hold on. We're going to get Bob's opinion. Say goodbye to everybody, Mom. Bye, everybody. Bob, Bob, if you could say anything to the neighbor, what would you say to her? <laughs> you don't want to know one. Go ahead and say it. You can say whatever you want on my podcast. <laughs> what? Say, stop smashing this thing. Tell what do I say to the neighbor? Yeah, don't say it loud because you're right there. She's unhappy. Would, I said she's from the cunteenth century. Whatever. She's unhappy. She's unhappy with the world. She's unhappy with her husband. That's been obvious from some conversations we've heard. And she's just unhappy with life, so she has to take it out on everybody else. That's what I said. That's the deal. Okay. When you call the cops because uh, their dog is barking, you got a real serious problem. <laughs> it's not like our dog barking. It was their dog barking. Yeah. And they defended it. Their dog can bark as much as they want. It has nothing to do with disturbing the neighborhood. That's what dogs do. If they want to bark all day long, they can bark all day long. That's her belief. How much can you bench press? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question. Probably would not be able to bench press her. Because oh. she's very, very hefty. That, that, was a, that was a jab. See, that's Bob taking a, a jab. Tell people how much you can bench press. Now? Today? Yeah. I have no idea. I've seen you at the gym. Yeah. You probably can get, like, what, like a buck 80 in there? Well, yeah, at least that. Damn, check it out. Mom's got a hot man who's pressing buck 80. We're sitting here in the backyard. I'm going to see what happens here. If the neighbor comes at us, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to put Chaplin in a catapult and throw throw him over the fucking yard. Have him take a little Tootsie Roll turd. We can dress him up as a squirrel. We can dress Chaplin up as a squirrel. Oh, my God, I almost fell. <laughs> We're on the cord, that's why. I almost fell. I'm sitting in this chair. I almost fell. I'm going to dress him up like a squirrel. Put it like a little... You know what we should do? We should get like a nice little tightrope line. Get him an ammo belt. Get him like a nice, like a Rambo or belt with bullets. Dress him up like Rambo and get him over there. <laughs> Take a Tootsie Roll shit on her doorstep. And I think that might solve the problem. I don't know why I want to crap on her doorstep so bad. Must be some something wrong in your childhood. <laughs> All right, I love you, mom. Lady love you, Jess. Bob is yelling. What are you saying, Bob? Whether she thinks that her dog has the right to bark all day long, she doesn't understand the rule of disturbing the peace. That is against the law. You cannot disturb the peace. What she needs to do is move into the country, <laughs> where she's acres and acres away from people. And let her dog bark all he wants. That sounds like a solution. So she let's let's get her to move. Happy. Her dogs bark all day because they're happy. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's really what it is. They're so happy. Well, you know what? I think we might have solved the neighbor problem to a certain extent. We got a little bit of Bob's input, which if you guys follow me on Snapchat, he's legendary. <laughs> My mom's boyfriend, Bob, is legendary. And my mom is a very, you know, she's a very calm woman. And she's considerate, especially of what she says. She's very smart and and not confrontational. But she's got nails, okay? And if you cross a bitch, she takes one grab of your jugular, you're done. So you you, you better be very picky and choosy. About these fights with neighbors. I'm going to go, I just want to crap on her doorstep so bad. I'm not going to. It's that time of the month for me, so that's why I'm a little fiery. So I'm going to just let this one go. That's it. We're done. The neighbor needs to move to the country (laughs) with her dogs that are unhappy. And they can bark all the hell they want. And she can eat everything she wants. And she can hate her husband and hate herself. Because she's from the cunteenth century. And she ain't getting out anytime soon. Okay? And it inspired me to, to be nice to people more. 
I'm, I will not let anyone cross me. Just like that bitch who crossed my stage. I'm going to put you in your place because it, would, it behooves you as a human being for me to put you in your place because you can become a better person. I'm just trying to get you to be the best you. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to show you your flaws. I may use a little spice to get there, but the point is to make you a better person. So think about that the next time you get into an argument with your neighbor. I'm not saying not to fight. You just got to fight smart. (laughs) Fighting can be fun, man. Fighting can be fun. I love fights. I love them. I love a good fight. So I hope you guys enjoyed a couple of my personal fights this past week. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, this has been the Sharp Tongue Podcast. You guys are amazing. Have a great day. I'll see you guys next week. No, no, that's quite all right, dear. Your father and I were just discussing his day at work. Why don't you tell our daughter about it, honey? Janie, today I quit my job. (laughs) And then I told my boss to go fuck himself, and then I blackmailed him for almost $60,000 past the asparagus. Your father seems to think this kind of behavior is something to be proud of. And your mother seems to prefer that I go through life like a fucking prisoner while she keeps my dick in a mason jar under the sink. How dare you speak to me that way in front of her? And I marvel that you can be so contemptuous of me on the same day that you lose your job. I didn't lose it. It's not like, whoops, where'd my job? I quit. Someone passed the asparagus. Oh, 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 and I want to thank you for putting me under the added pressure of being the sole breadwinner now. I already have a job. No, no, don't give a second thought as to who's going to pay the mortgage. We'll just leave it all up to Carolyn. You mean you're going to take care of everything now, Carolyn? Yes, I don't mind. I really don't. You mean everything? You don't mind having the sole responsibility? Your husband feels he can just quit his job and you don't... Will someone please pass me the fucking asparagus? I'm not going to be a part of this. Shut up! I am sick and tired of being treated like I don't exist. You two do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it, and I don't complain. All I want is Oh, you don't complain? Oh, please, excuse me. Excuse me. I must be psychotic then. If you don't complain, what is this? Yeah, let's let's bring in the laugh meter and see how loud it gets on that one. You don't complain. Don't interrupt me, honey. From now on, we're going to alternate our dinner music because, frankly, and I don't think I'm alone here, I'm really tired of this Lawrence Welk shit. So if you wonder why we call you bitch, you wonder why we call you bitch. If you wonder why we call you bitch, you wonder why we call you bitch. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.